podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Reaction to Hearts Now Rangers 2 here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I'm your host Scott Carney and joining me first of all is a man who only got the, the team prediction right after copying me. It's Ali Pearson. Ali, how are you? Yep, I got it right after I forgot to put Joe Rebo on the team, put him right in you the didn't team. Get it right. that, uh, well, you it's didn't get it right. Scottish, it's on film so you can go back and watch it and um, <laughs> that is why, I'll just say that is why Joe Rebo is our main man. No. Yes, we will talk about that definitely, mate. Uh, Scott Gemmel, how's it going? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, Livy away, Hibs away, Hearts away. Nine points from that. That's a very good return in my book. Very, very good return. Another massive game as we spoke about, lads, before uh, on the preview show and even before that building up to this, we all kind of had an eye on this. Um, this game has been a potential banana skin, if you like, but... It was a, a, a furious, a frantic game, if you like. It was a, a, how we all really expected it. And uh, Scotia, you mentioned just there before we started recording, if you were a neutral watching that game, then you would absolutely love that because that had pretty much everything today. That was a cracking game. Like, obviously, I'm sitting watching it a wee bit shaky at points because, you know, don't want to concede. But it was, it was just an enjoyable game to watch. Again, like Rangers are doing this to me right now that I'm actually sitting back and enjoying it and not getting stressed. What's happened? <laughs> this isn't the Rangers yeah. I know. I know, Ali, Ryan mentioned it as well in our previous pod. <laughs> we should all start getting worried when they get this happy. <laughs> Scottish, I was definitely stressed through that game. My heart was <laughs> like, even at 2 0, it was still thumping, to be honest. But um, yeah, it's. Um, what can we say about it? Like Scotia says, to, to go to the Tony Macaroni, to go Easter Road and to go to Tynecastle and come away with nine points, it's... If somebody had told us that weeks ago under Gerard, I would have went, mm, I think we'll drop mm. points somewhere there. And it's um, it's brilliant. And a clean sheet as well again, lads, which is... it's. Yeah, I, I don't... I like Ryan says, I don't want to get too carried away <laughs> because... It usually comes back and hits you in the, hits you in the arse, but um, no, I'm a, a very, very happy Rangers fan. Very happy Rangers fan. Keeping the zero, that's going to be a saying that I think is going to keep mm-hmm. cropping up now under Gio. And I did say to you before we start recording as well that should I start the podcast by going, Stephen Gerrard, who? But I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's a wee bit disrespectful to him, to be completely honest. But I, I agree with you, Ali. If you'd, all, you'd have said this under Gerrard, I probably wouldn't have believed you. And now... Um, I just couldn't be happier with the way Rangers have uh, handled their business uh, the two trips to Edinburgh. I am I'm delighted about it. So we'll get into the game. Um, starting 11, um, I got the team right, Ali didn't. Uh, I also got the score right, Ali didn't. It was McGregor, <laughs> Tavernier, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Kamara, Arfield, Aribo, Kent, Sakala and Morelos. Ali, it was a very attacking team. Um, I know that obviously you did initially pick that team or eventually pick that team after you heard mine um, but there was no roof on the bench obviously meaning that we didn't have a, an out and out striker if you like on the bench so what were your thoughts overall uh, I think the, the bench was the only thing that I thought oh there's nobody 
Nobody up top really there. That didn't really worry me because Sakala can play through the middle if you take Morelos off and you can put, as he did, Scott Wright on. So I've been screaming out for Kent, Morelos, Sakala. That's the front line I want. And I thought, I when we went to up, we kind of shop shop a wee bit, but I just thought Kent and Sakala terrorised them at times. And I just thought they were getting joy all the time. And that's the front three I want to see moving forward with Rangers. Yeah, Scotia, your thoughts on the team? Yeah, the very strong team. Um, I, would I, I probably would have prepared Taji, but that's because it's me. I want Taji playing all the time. Um, yeah, Arfield playing was a good good shout as well because I thought it would set up the you know the way we set set up against Hibs. I thought it was going to be a similar team to that, and you no, know, he, he got the team right today. I think, and it was great. Mm, yeah, I, he did get the team right. Uh, I thought the the team was strong. It was a team I picked, uh, so I am. I was more than happy with the team. It was just the bench. I initially thought, with no roof there, you're like, if Morelos is not was not firing or on his game. Um, I know Sakala's through the middle. I'm not sure if that's where Sakala is going to feature a lot for Rangers uh, going forward. I think he's getting more in as the, the kind of right wing. Um, I think Gio going forward looks like he's going to really like wingers and uh, the kind of old-fashioned winger, if, if you like, in the terms of they stay wide and they try and isolate their, their man one-on-one. Um, but it worked at times today, it really did. Yes. Stephen, you said you got the team and you got the score right. Who was your first goal scorer? Did you go for Kent or did uh, you go for Morelos? I cannot remember. I think I said Kent. Oh, oh you nearly got the treble there. Yeah, I think I said Kent. I'm pretty sure I said Kent. Uh, I, I definitely didn't say Morelos, so I can't even claim that. So anyway, we'll get into the game. Uh, before we get to the game, nice touch from the players uh, of both teams wearing the MND Scotland t-shirts. If you want to donate, you can find details of that on the club's socials and on their website, but it was a good touch from them. And into the game, um, first charge for Hearts uh, on the third minute. Ball over the top causes all sorts of issues for Rangers at back line. He tries to lift it. Boyce tries to lift it over McGregor, but he manages to pull off a pretty spectacular save to tip it over the bar. Two minutes later, Hearts again down the down the right hand channel. The cut back, uh, the shot is blocked, and Hearts are having a, a series of corners after that. But Rangers managed to deal with them without McGregor being called into action again. Ali, it was safe to say though that Hearts fancied this. Yeah, I texted in the group chat after five minutes saying this is awful because Hearts can fly out at us, and you expect Hearts Team Castle to come out and do that. It's the same with Hibs; they do the same Easter Road and. She expect it, but I, I thought we were kind of we were all at sea at points in that first five minutes, and I was I was fearing because we've discussed in here if we give teams corner kicks, set pieces, I'm shite myself when a ball comes into our box because at times we don't deal with it, and um, yeah, it was all Hearts, but you knew Hearts couldn't keep that tempo up for a for a full game. A lot of these teams seem to do this against us and die away, and obviously that's what happens, but. Um, it was a bright start for Hearts and they looked a better team, to be honest. Yeah, Scotia, we probably shouldn't be shocked at the way that Hearts have been playing this season and where they've managed to get themselves to in the, the league. I mean, they are arguably the, the overachievers in the league. And that's no disrespect to them. They have just came back up. But um, you would expect, you probably should expect that from Hearts, that they'll come out and they'll, they'll give it a good go. Uh, well, the way I look at it, I would class Hearts as being the third best team in the country. Like mm-hmm. for and for a long period of time, that's been the case. You know, Aberdeen and your likes, Hibs and all that, they fall away. I would say Hearts are the, the third biggest team in the country, and 
probably the third best team in the country. Um, but no, they, was it five minutes? It was three minutes? Yeah, they'd done well. I was glad to see that it was Barry Mackay taking their corners because he's taken how bad we are taking corners from Rangers to Hearts because he, he was a wee wo- woeful at it at times, wasn't he? Um, so I was glad that it was him that was taking them. I think somebody's mentioned before in one of the comments of the pods that they mentioned about possibly bringing Barry Mackay back. In my personal opinion, Barry Mackay showed why he plays for Hearts today and doesn't play any higher than that. He's got wee flashes in him, but he is not a consistent player uh, and he doesn't really stand forward and take responsibility at any point. So I would have... Compare, uh, know, compare him with Kent. Compare him with exactly. Kent and then it's night and day. Into- 100%. 100% maybe just getting no interest in Barry McKay coming back to Rangers. Um, so, and then after nine minutes, Rangers take the lead. Uh, fantastic work from Kent on the left. Deep cross to get gets to Sakala. He then wrong foots the defender. Gets uh, gets the cut back to Alfredo Morelos to finish it. Ali, what a response this was from Rangers after the, the kind of pressure that Hearts had put on us for the first opening eight minutes or so. To respond like that with a goal, it is everything that you want, and especially Alfredo Morelos, who get booed every time he touched the ball. That was brilliant. That was our first real attack, to be fair, Rangers. Mm-hmm. And Sakala does really well to, to beat that guy, cut it back to Alfie, and... Alfie slots it away. Sky were doing their best to try and show it was offside. It just doesn't. <laughs> um, but um, I agree. And, and we, we discussed this in the preview. The first goal is crucial. If we concede the first goal, it's mm, how do Rangers respond? To get the first goal is always crucial, especially away from home. And um, I was delighted it was Alfie. And he loves, he loves, he's got a good record against Hearts. Um, Sky were saying as well. And obviously slides away and Shushes the hearts fans, which I love. Yeah, Scotty, you, you just this is this is the kind of Rangers that we like to see. Uh, we we get a chance and we score, and especially when the first one falls to Alfredo Morelos and he scores it straight away. Ah, you love when Alfie scores. It was um, it was Ryan that put um, Alfie's first goal scorer because I've seen him just in the group chat there. He was just texting, going, "What did I get for two 0 on Alfie first goal scorer? <laughs> nothing, nothing, Ryan. You don't get anything." A pat on the back, maybe. Um, uh, Alfie was, um, uh, it's what you'd love to see from Alfie. And yeah, first chance we had, and we put it away. That's kind of what you want to do, like, particularly when you're away to Tynecastle. Yeah, Jamie's just sent a screen on as well. Jamie had Morelos on to score first with 2-0. So, well done, Mr Jamie Lowe. Uh, that's a, a nice wee earner on a, a Sunday afternoon. Um, and then we really should be 2-0 up after that. Um Sakala again, great work from Kent again down the left. Gets it to Sakala, whose shot is just dragged wide. Um, Kent and Sakala really, really, really looked up for it. Both of them looked very dangerous. Some great touches from Kent and some from from Sakala as well, just to kind of beat their men. They were they were really looking up for it. And then thirteen minutes, Rangers are two 0 up. A Hollywood from Golson Taribo, a stupendous first touch, and he rifles it into the bottom corner. Inject that into my veins. And then Gio's reaction after it once we'd made it 2-0. Yes, yes, more of this. Um, I cannot stop smiling when I think about this goal, Ali. This is uh, Joe Rebo's first touch. And he's finished as well. And you're beating Craig Gordon as well. It's a tremendous goal. It's outstanding. I, I was going absolutely mental. Oh, me at this too. Point. <laughs> mental. Um, they tried that ball five minutes before. And he was unlucky with Goldson, tried it again. And Joe, he's, I mean, that first touch for Joe Rebo, 
to pull it out the sky. And like you say, I mean, Craig Gordon is the second best goalkeeper in Scotland and he's playing phenomenal this season for Hearts. And to finish it like that, it was... I don't know what else I can say about that goal and Joe Aribo because everyone in this podcast know that I'm in love with Joe Aribo. And that goal today is... Um, Joe Aribo can do no wrong for me now. That was... Um, I don't know what else to say about it. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And I was... Um, I was jumping about my flat like a madman, to be honest, but I don't give yeah. a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was delighted at that. You obviously don't love him that much, mate, because you left him out of your team. Uh, but no, no. Rebo <laughs> right now is he's at the top of his game. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He looks so full of confidence. He looks so dangerous. And the touches that he has with the ball and the way he can finish the ball as well, I mean, he's just becoming so critical to us. And yeah, Scotia, what a way to, to silence Hart after their good start, the fact that we are two up within 15 minutes. Yeah, well, I'd, before we do that, I just hope that um, Pearson's got a wee Barry White DVD or CD in the back burner with his wee cardboard cut out of Joe Aribo because I uh, usually be having fun tonight. <laughs> no, it's Michael that goal, Bublé. That... It's Michael Bublé, is it not? Uh, no, I mean, Barry White's a more <laughs> smooth guy, is he not, than Bublé? I know Pearson <laughs> oh, loves maybe. Bublé, but... Where's this going, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> We're just slagging you off with your cardboard cutout. <laughs> no, it was brilliant. It was, uh, it was a absolutely gorgeous goal, wasn't it? it was, we were speaking about it um, at halftime on Twitter Spaces. And that was, uh, it was just a lovely, lovely goal. And I couldn't believe it was 15 minutes and we're 2-0 up. Mm-hmm. Particularly after like the first three, five minutes when hearts were all over us. It was, like, what's going on here? How are we 2-0 up? Two chances. Two goals. It's it's all that you want, and f- for the way that we've done it, both goals were really, really good goals. It wasn't uh, obviously uh, Sky have to try and make it out that one of the Rangers' goals shouldn't stand, but I mean it's just not offside. And Adibo's goals, just honestly, it's goal of the season contender for me because of just the way it happened. Goldson's pass is inch perfect, and just the first touch and the finish, it's. Everything that Joe Aribo is all about, uh, I absolutely loved that goal. I really did, and I was the same. I was up and down, running about my living room when he scored that. I was buzzing, couldn't believe it. We were doing a lot, but Carney, it's uh, it's not yes, the mate. same. It's it's not the same, but it's very similar to Jermaine Defoe's goal against Livy at Ibrox. Yeah, aye, like it's the not, way that it comes across, it's a similar similar to like that. So yeah, it was yeah. A cracking goal. Grangle. Hearts then obviously then try and get themselves back into it. Mackay has two stabs at it in the box, but again, tremendous defending from Aribo. Relieves the pressure as he wins a free kick. Hearts then, just to say, start to have a bit of possession, but Rangers have men behind the ball, seem pretty keen uh, to let Hearts have the ball. We were keeping a pretty good shape, uh, and I think they were just trying to allow Hearts to give us your best shot and maybe catch them on the break. But Rangers started to struggle to deal with, with corner kicks. I don't mean giving away chances. I just mean clearing the ball. Some of the corner kicks, we had about four attempts to get the ball out. You're just, somebody just put the ball away. Like It just became, we were inviting on the pressure uh, on ourselves. Again, this is what the, this kind of tactic will do, though. It will invite pressure on and you will have moments, kind of scary moments. And look, in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing because we've, also, we've got out of there with the, the zero today. But Ali, we're into the kind of the first 30 minutes and that was the end of the first 30 minutes even. And it was a frantic and very quick 30 minutes. But Rangers were still in control even though we were letting our hearts have the ball. Yeah, it was a tactic for Rangers. The Rangers have went two up 
and not shop shop, but they've went to hearts, right? Have a go at us because we've got Sakala and we've got Ryan Ken with pace to hit them. Um, so Rangers just gave the ball to Hearts and says, right, come come and have a go at us. Hearts had a couple of good chances, corner kicks, as we've mentioned previously, but we are suspect to losing goals. But uh, they looked never really looked in danger, Rangers. McGregor, you can say, I had a few saves today, but he didn't have much to do. Um, I did think the decision-making at times with Rangers when they were breaking up the park was poor in the first half. There was about two or three breaks that we had and he was, somebody was either offside or the final ball wasn't he great. That, that that was poor for us at times, but I really just thought Rangers went too up and went, bye, come and have a go at his hearts. Yeah, it kind of seemed like that. Um, Boyce fired a shot into the side netting after turning Bassey, which leads to McGregor giving Bassey his Sunday afternoon thoughts. Uh, that's putting it politely. Hearts are pressing Rangers high up the pitch, uh, and Rangers were struggling to hold on to the ball once we were trying to get it out. I thought Alfredo started to struggle, and then Sakala kind of disappeared at points as well towards the end of the first half. And then Ginelli goes close from a shot from range, which had uh, McGregor beat. Scotia, were you beginning to... Beginning to worry that Hearts were piling on a wee bit too much pressure. Yes, they were piling on pressure, but I wasn't worried because it was it's ve- it was very similar to how we played the game against Leon on Thursday night. That we just let them have a wee bit control of the ball, and we just sat back and soaked everything up. And I wasn't overly worried, slightly worried at times, but not overly worried because, as I said, right at the start there, I said I. Th- found that in an enjoyable game of football to watch. And yeah, I wasn't getting too panicky that I normally do. So that's probably all down to Gio. He's he's building confidence in me to just sit back and relax and watch Rangers. Oh, I can never relax when I watch Rangers. That's impossible. Um, <laughs> I, I think, though, I, I, I understand why we, why we do it. I do. I, I understand that. And the difference of being 2 0 up compared to being a goal up is it's like night and day. It's a completely different feeling. You know, right, we're 2 0 up. Even if they do score, you know, right, well, we've still got the ability to score because we've already scored two. But I did feel like we were struggling to, to get out when we had the chances to get out. And Ali, you mentioned that there are some of the decisions making it just wasn't quite right again we are only we're still very early on in Gio's tenure here and the games are just sticking fast so there's not a lot of time for Gio to sit and do his work with the team and through training and whatever else and I think it will come over time however some of the stuff that I am seeing I am absolutely loving and I think we would all probably agree with that Tav struggled a wee bit, I think, down the, the right-hand side against Mackay, Stephen and Barry Mackay. Um, but even in saying that, nothing really was coming from it. The first cross that came in, I think Barisic managed to clear it away, but it wasn't... It wasn't... Um, I don't know, I don't want to be too harsh on, on Tav because I think he was OK today, but I felt like he was getting a wee bit isolated with the two of them. Um, Rangers, I say... We're still in control. We did get a chance to break. I think that's one you were talking about, Ali, is that Kent and Sakala were breaking forward and the ball fell to Sakala and Sakala was just too late to give it to Kent and it almost going to be a sure-on goal. Um, but the rest of the half kind of followed that pattern of we couldn't get out, but Hearts still weren't really doing anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it kind of petered out the first half a wee bit, that last kind of 15, 20 minutes. We just gave the ball to Hearts and let them have a go at us and they didn't really do much, Hearts. I mean, if we look back at that game, 
as we know the result now, we'll probably look at it differently. But it was um, there's a lot of ball hearts, but uh, I just thought we needed somebody to grab the ball and sort of knock it about again, get get control of the ball again. I just thought we're giving the ball at hearts too much, if you know what I mean, in terms of, I know we want to give the ball at hearts to invite them, but I just thought at times we gave them the ball too much. I just thought maybe, a, that's what I said at halftime, maybe a Steve Davis or somebody to come on and just, just control it a wee bit with the suited Rangers. Yeah, boys put a save out from McGregor after getting the best of Bashi again. Uh, I think at this point I was just hoping for 2-0 at half-time because I was just thinking Hearts are due to take one of these kind of half-chances. One of them's bound to fall in a place where they can't miss. Uh, and Kamara right at the end gives away a bit of stupid free kick allowing the Hearts, hearts to get the ball into the box, but it's a good chip back to McGregor, which was very nice of them. Uh, and one man added on time at the end of the half. Hearts got a corner, a last kick of the half, but it's cleared by Morelos, who did that a number of times today. I must say Morelos, he's clearing... Uh, I think it was about three or four corners Morelos cleared today, which was really good work from him. Uh, but it's 2-0 at the break, so Scotia, we want to spaces at half-time. Uh, I think this is something we'll try and do when we can, uh, is jump onto spaces at half-time just for a, a wee chat. We all sit and talk anyway, so we might as well get input from people. But what were your, your thoughts at half-time, mate? Uh, half-time? Absolutely fucking delighted, to be honest. 2-0 um, <laughs> up at Tynecastle, and yeah, you, that's where you want to be. It's what you want to be happening. I thought we were playing pretty well. Yeah, and we were just soaking up the pressure, like I was saying, and I I felt comfortable. I, I, it's we it's the weirdest feeling in the, in the world that the last two games I've sat and watched Rangers and been completely comfortable and relaxed about it. So um, long may that continue, but it won't. <laughs> It might. You never know, mate. It might. I think we need, we need to start trying to maybe believe in what Gio's trying to build in. I think we are obviously believe. That's probably a wee bit... I probably used the wrong words there, but have a wee bit more confidence in it because it seems to be working. He's, he's trying to build. He's stopped Rangers conceding goals and pff, long may that continue, definitely, because we were conceding them for fun at the start of this season. So we'll just jump into the second half. Hearts then take a corner straight off the, the training pitch. It was a really well-worked corner, to be honest, and it forced a, a save from McGregor again at his near post to tip it over the bar. Rangers were starting the, the half the same way they, they ended the first. Quite happy for Hearts to have the ball. Um, I think we were trying to show some patience, though, Ali, because Hearts were doing a very high press, and you can't do that high press the whole match. You will run out of steam, no matter how many substitutes you make, you will run out of steam. So was it a case of just try and be patient? Yeah, it's, I, I just think they played the same game as they did in the, the last bit of the first half, just inviting Hearts again. And aye, It is a game of patience. I know we want to go and get a third and kill it and everything, but... They're just waiting for that one opportunity, Rangers, to nick the ball off the hearts when they're when they're high up the park and, and break on them. That's what they're, they're looking for, Rangers, all the time. And yeah, there was there was chances for Rangers to break with that ball a few times. And again, the decision making wasn't great. But um, like Scotia, I felt well. I mean, say I was comfortable because my heart was still racing like fuck to be honest. But I, I was semi comfortable, if you know what I mean, watching it because I thought. I, I knew what Rangers were doing and I had confidence in Rangers and I, I honestly thought we'd go on and nick a third. I really did at that point. Yeah, Scotia, Calvin Bassey then does his best to score two own goals in two games. Uh, Barisic doesn't stop a fire cross into the box. McGregor looks like he has it but Bassey slides in and it bounces off the bar and Rangers survive. 
this one made me go, okay, maybe time to change the tactics now. <laughs> yeah, that the yeah, like I've, as I was saying, I was comfortable. That was the first half I was speaking about this wee period in the second half. No, I didn't like this at all. Um, uh, and again, I think it's just Bassey not being a natural centre half yet. And like I would say, he's he's great at what he's been doing so far, but it's, there's wee bits and pieces that he needs to learn, and he'll he will learn that. Thankfully, that didn't ricochet into the net because uh, as you say McGregor had that covered and um, he'll learn and if he's going to continue playing at a centre left centre half for us he'll learn that but yeah that gave me that was that was a wee heart in the mouth moment wasn't it definitely Tav then is his kind of first burst up the park really uh, to get us out leads to a chance for our field who files it straight at Gordon it's from a tight angle but it Probably he probably should do better, and it probably should be three 0 at that point. Sakala <clears throat> then has a great run at the defence on the right hand side. Side fires a low shot saved by Gordon. Uh, he doesn't hold on to it, uh, and I thought Arfield was about to turn it in, but the flick away from Arfield from Gordon, where his feet is top class. It really is. You have to call out good goalkeeping when you see it, and that wee flick away with his foot was incredible. But Raiders then on the break, but Kent Morelos gets the shot away, but it's blocked. He gathers a rebound, cuts it back to Arfield, uh, it drags the shot wide. I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, Ali, with the first attempt that he had, saying it probably should be 3 0. This one has to be 3 0. I was fucking raging in my flat at this point. Absolutely <laughs> raging because, because you can imagine me in here. That that was the game right there. If Arfield puts that away, that's it. You can sit back and relax, put your feet up, do what you want. That was it done. He's got to take that Scott Arfield. And it, we see this with Scott Arfield through the years. He, he does this. Doesn't he hit a ball clean a lot of the time? And I scuffs it, but he's Got to score it, man. I know it didn't come back and haunt us today and we've won 2-0, but if Hart's got the park and scored a goal and you're thinking, if he'd take that chance, because it, it kills the game completely. The third goal kills it, as I always say. Um, but no, at that point, I was like, get Arfield off the park, man, because he, <laughs> he was doing my head in two chances in the space of five minutes. And I was like, Carney, honestly. Can I read out this? We've, we had a wee exchange of texts in the group chat here going, the first chance that Arfield had, I went, I said, he's had far too long to think about that. And then Pearson goes, I has to score there. And then three minutes later, I go, fuck me. And then Alistair goes, get Arfield off the park now. Fuck me. <laughs> I was waiting for him. He's got to score it. I mean, Scotia, he's got to score that. And I just, I just, I just yeah, thought no, at that point, I thought at that point, he's missed two absolute, not the first one, maybe not a setter, but he's got to do better. The second one is a setter. He's got to score it. At that yeah. point, I'm thinking, bring Lundstrom or Davis on and just kind of control it. Because it ain't Arfield's day. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I can get that. Arfield knew it was. He, he missed a sitter as well, didn't he? He's seen it in his I, face. That he realised yeah, that... He was well aware that he'd, he'd, he'd missed a sitter. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And Possibly a wee bit of harsh to scream to get him off. I thought Arfield was pretty good today. He was just unlucky. But it, no matter what, even if I try and give him the benefit of the doubt, he has to score that second opportunity. I mean, <clears throat> that is what Scott, Scott Arfield, that's where he usually is. That's where he gets his goals from. It was very similar. They were showing highlights at the start of the game. And it was his goal against Ross County. He was just in the right place at the right time and he just managed to slip it away. That one there, I'm like, yeah, he has to score that. But in saying that, though, I didn't get to my, myself to the point where I, felt, I thought, oh, no, it's going to come back and bite us in the arse because we were still managing to control the game quite well. However, not long after that, um, 
Liam Boyce really should make it 2-1. Tab makes an absolute howler of a, a, a of a deep cross. It's cut back to Boy, Boyce and he skies it over and it should be 2-1. Um, there was a shout for a handball um, when they cut back to Boyce and it comes off Goldson's hand. Ali, I'm probably contradicting myself here. I'm on the fence with this one because if it's against Rangers, I scream for it. If it's not, if it's against, if it's Rangers that have conceded it, I'm going, nah, it's probably not a penalty. <laughs> It's it's a penalty. Mm. I'm sorry, it's a penalty. If we had VAR up here, it's a penalty. Um, yeah, we got away with one today with that. I don't know what you can really do with his hand goals and it hits him, but it's a penalty. Scotia, is that a penalty? <laughs> it, literally, it's a penalty. Um, if, no, because it's going against us, no, it's not a penalty. But if it's for <laughs> us, then yes, yes, it is. Yes, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't mind being biased like that. But yeah, no, Ali's right. It pro- yeah, it probably was a penalty, but um, no. Nah, we don't have VAR, so uh, you can't do anything it about pro- it. it. To be honest, phone it probably su- 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 super it's- scoreboard and moan about it. It probably, it probably summed Hearts day up that, to be honest, because mm, probably. I think Hearts could have played all day and not scored. They've rattled the bar mm-hmm. twice, they've had that. It they was, a bit, oh, I just they think, a bit unlucky, Hearts, weren't they? I, I, just yeah. think it, I just think it summed Hearts day up, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, I say. I was sitting there, if it's for, for us, I would be screaming for it. If it's against us, never a penalty, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll definitely sit with that. Uh, Tab's then booked for being taken out when jumping to win a header. Never a booking in a million years. Um, Aribo straight after that, however, is a booking. And then that's the one you were just talking about there, striking the bar twice. Kingsley can count, count yourself pretty unlucky with that one. It's a tremendous effort. Um, we were beginning to ride our luck. That's what you were saying, Ali, and I was tending to agree with you. I was thinking, surely they're going to score here at some point. Uh, the change then happens straight after that. Morelos comes off, Scott Wright comes on. Uh, we're going into the last 20 minutes. Moving That then moves Sakala through the middle. McGregor then gets booked for time-wasting. Um, the ref at this point is beginning just to think there's a, a hole getting burned in his pocket, I think, with the yellow card because he, he started to go a wee bit card-happy. It's funny, but though, that... Ali, when we're at Ibrox uh, and we're either drawing with a team or we're getting beat with a team, the keeper or the opposite team can sit down, have a cup of tea, have his dinner, and then decide to take the goal kick and he won't get booked for it. And then McGregor just gets booked. It's this whole consistency thing that I always say about refereeing. If that's at Ibrox and it's at the opposite team, he would never get booked for that. Yeah, we say it every week at Ibrox. McGregor knows what he's doing. Shit of course he does. McGregor. Oh, of he's, course he does. He was one McGregor several times by the referee. And it, I knew he was going to get booked because it was going to get to a point <laughs> where he was just going to push it too much and he get booked. <laughs> and, um, he, he knows exactly what he's doing. Great. I mean, you see when the ball comes back to him and he pretends to pick it up all the time. And that, that's Alan McGregor. And it's um, goalkeepers should learn for that because he's wasting time. And it's, it's, it's good for us at that point. So... Aye. I mean, it is a boom for McGregor. It was coming all day long for him, but yeah. that's Alan McGregor. I love him for it. That's, yeah. See with McGregor, though, he's, McGregor's inventive with it. Because he, he'll do stuff, like he'll dive over the ball and things like that as well. And I'm sure there was one in like the first half where we were two nil up and it was only 20 minutes gone or something and he dived over the ball. No need to do ah. it, but he done it. Whereas My favourite one that mine, he does is when he goes down to bend down to pretend he's going to pick it up and kicks it away with his foot. That's my yeah, favourite one. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what you were getting at there, Carney, was it was at that game we played Motherwell where they absolutely ripped the arse out oh, of uh-huh. time wasting. And it was and it wasn't it wasn't inventive. It was basically just taking ages to go and get the ball. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that, that that was the game where the ball was only in play for 39 minutes out of the 90 or something like that. Uh, something ridiculous like that. Yeah, it's just it's just it's the consistency thing. It's what it gets to me. So <clears throat> we'll get into the last ten minutes. Rangers are really deep, really at this point, allowing Hearts to to have possession uh, in abundance, really. Uh, and then I, I, I'm just a moment of madness for Ginelli, this the, the Hearts the Hearts player. There's a bit of handbags between Borna and Devlin. Um, Ginelli gets involved for whatever reason, and it leads to a second yellow for him uh, and a booking for Borna. However, uh, Ali, of course, I'll come to you. Um, does Borna know what he's doing here? Has he took one for the team? I'll just take this yellow for the team here. Well, no, because see, I looked at it and like Borna stood up and he was going to go a wee bit to Devlin, but then it. Both of them kind of just went, no, no, sorry, it's okay. And it seemed to be, mm-hmm. that's it done. And then Ginelli, whatever the hell he's thinking, just <laughs> runs over and yeah. <laughs> tries to grab Borna. And you're like, well, no. And then, yeah, you may be right there that Borna's just going like, oh, no, we'll get him sent off. You know, so Ginelli has had a mad rush of blood to the head. Probably just frustrated at how the, their day's going. As I was saying, they couldn't score. So... That's maybe why it's happened, but there was nothing in the first challenge, and it seemed to be all settled. And then I Ginelli runs in, ruins it for himself and for Hearts probably. Yeah, Ali, he got booked in the first half um, for the the shot that he had that went went wide, the one that had McGregor beaten, um, and I think it was because it wasn't it wasn't a corner or something. And I mean, if there's a deflection there, it's very very faint, even if there is one. And he went up. He didn't see a replay of it. I think he put his hand on the referee. And obviously the ref booked yeah. him for it. This one here, do you think? I mean, see if Borna has because at first when Gently comes over to him, Borna doesn't react, and then I think Borna realizes, "Oh, you've been booked, so I'm going to react to you, and we'll both get booked, and you're off the park." I mean, it could be that, and if it is, it's fantastic shit. Who's in that? <laughs> no, it's I, I put in the group chat. Well done, Borna, because he did. He got that guy sent off. I'm con- <laughs> I'm pretty sure when the guy squared up to him, Borna then kind of squared back to him because he knew. Bonner Barisic got that guy sent off today and it was brilliant. That's what I want to see for Rangers players. He knew he was on a booking and he sold them. And um, well done, Bonner Barisic, for that. Yes, well, actually, I can't really take any away from that. That is playing the dark arts. Something that Rangers are not doing, we've said about it. That is playing the dark arts. That guy's made an arse of that and Bonner's went, fine, if you want to make an arse of that, I'll make sure you get booked again. So, yeah, no, if he has done that, then fair play to him. Um, Sakala then goes off, Lundstrom comes on, Rangers now try to see the game out. This substitution, though, made very little sense to me. <clears throat> I can get why we're doing it. Sakala's probably the wrong one. I wouldn't have took Sakala off. And I say that because we were bound to get chances. We're up against 10 men. Hearts are going to need to try and do something. We, need, we needed a striker on the park. And pretty much immediately after that, Wright makes his first move of the game, gets to the byline, cuts it back to where you would expect a striker to be, and there's nobody there. So... <sighs> Ali, I know I'm 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 pulling it. I'm pull I'm picking out a wee thing there, but just that that substitution, I was like, no, leave Sakala on because Sakala would have probably been there to score that. Yeah, it's a wee bit bizarre. I mean, we've seen it against Leon. We're playing Bakuna up front, um, similar to that. So it's it's a weird one when we've we are playing Ryan Kent kind of through the middle. Probably play there Ryan Kent, but he's not a striker, so he's not a natural striker. So if somebody like a Sakala is there. They probably do score. I mean, Big Bassy tried his best to try and give Hearts a goal instantly when he passed that ball out and Alan McGregor pulled him out. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a bizarre one because you're looking going, fuck, we've got 
Hearts are down to 10 men, and we've got no strikers in the park. It's a bit mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah, you'd lead, lead me on nicely to the, the double save that McGregor has to keep the zero going. Uh, but again, it's and a fantastic double save from, from Boyce. I think Boyce had both shots. I think Scotia and Alan McGregor, when he was called upon today, he was incredible. Alan McGregor was fantastic today, I thought. Ali mentioned it earlier when we were speaking that Ali, Alan McGregor didn't have much to do. Every single thing that Alan McGregor had to do today, he done with absolute aplomb and he was brilliant at doing it. Um, yeah. Alan McGregor, I mean, we were speaking, what, two weeks, three weeks ago? Is Alan McGregor getting that stage? And he's just fired back into the Alan McGregor that we knew. He was always there. Yeah, 100%. I could not agree more. Obviously, we, we did all have that conversation. We were all a wee bit concerned about McGregor, but my God, he's went and proved us wrong. And I think it's pretty incredible that the two best keepers in this league are both 39 just now. Uh, I think God 39, 40, 39. McGregor's 40. Yeah, McGregor's, McGregor's 40. McGregor's about a month or two. Yeah, about a turn 40. I mean, that's remarkable. It really, really is. Um, uh, the, the ref at this point then gives a wee bit card card happy and books everybody it seemed like Hearts get two players booked back to back Kent then gets booked for taking a shot after the final after the whistle had went five minutes added on time um, Ali you message this but the Bassey Express he then charges the length of the pitch to get a shot away I thought he was going to score and I was gone big man like <laughs> I, I think Ali McCoy said he was the way down Princess Street to be honest because <laughs> he, was, um, he just kept going big Bassey I was like, where's he going with that? And he just kept going, running, running, running. And he was um, he was unlucky, to be fair. But that's Bassey. He's, he's got that in him, Bassey. Once he gets going, he is, he's like a train. You, you can't stop him until he makes an arse out of the other end. But um, I, I quite like that from Bassey when he just goes on a run like that. It's, it's good to see your defenders do that now and again. Well, yeah, it's yeah. all right when you're two 0 up and it's only a couple minutes left. You can do it then, but uh, against against ten against yeah. ten men as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, if he'd have been doing it at one 0 I'd have been like, "Where are you going? What are you doing?" Like, but no. Reminded you about Scotia Boogie? Ah, yeah, the, the the game against Dundee United. Yeah, the one where it went up this park and scored. Yeah, I know the one you're speaking about. Yeah, it, well, it was a wee bit like that. You, you like to see that, because Big Ammo used to do that as well at times. He would just go, get a wee rush to the head and bomb forward. And you're going like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> but, aye, it's good to see. Shows the confidence in Bassey, I think, though. Uh, as I say, Bassey, he, he struggled a wee bit against boys, but for the majority of the game, he was pretty He was pretty steady. He was pretty he's pretty um, pretty solid and he, I think McCoyst and Walker and the commentary team were having a, a discussion about oh, when Alhander comes back do you think Alhander comes straight back in and McCoy said that he, th- he thinks the space is Bassey's to lose which is interesting uh, but I think it shows the progress that, that Bassey is making so um, no fair play to him uh, and then Rangers got a free kick uh, Kent gets brought down right to the edge of the box Kent fires a free kick low and hard but Gordon saves it and that's it a massive three points again from Rangers I will take it all day long and it's another clean sheet alley yeah fantastic I mean we've all been saying the, the dreaded the dreaded December's coming and like I said at the beginning of the podcast that's us being to Livingston Hibs and now Tynecastle and came away with maximum points. I know we don't like talking about them, but the other side of the city would have looked at the three fixtures and went, they'll drop points somewhere there, and we haven't. And we now motor into three home games in the trot, which 
as I said, should be nine points for Rangers. I know that's not the way football works, but we should be getting nine points for the next three games, and it sets us up really nicely at the moment. And I've I've noticed these subtle changes with Rangers, and they look like the Rangers that I saw for last season. They really do. They look like energised, and um, yeah, he's got them going. And like you say, it's a clean sheet again, which is um, keep the zero. Yes, of course, it's all about keeping those zeros. Yeah, keep the zeros. Um, Ali, have you not learned anything from when you predicted we wouldn't concede against Ross County? So do not <laughs> turn around and say that it should be easy for the next three home games. Please don't do that, Alistair. You're going I'm to... not predicted. I just said it should be, but that's not the way football <laughs> no, works. Yeah, so right, there you right. go. Yeah, no, but you're right. It probably should be pretty easy. So here's hoping. Here's hoping. Uh, so yeah, we'll come to my to you. Who's your man of the match today? Mean Scorch just talked about it in the group chat, so I don't think you'll be surprised when I say who it is. But I'd just like to give a wee shout out first. I thought Connor Goldson was good today. I thought he was decent. Um I thought Glenn Kamara was very good as well. But I've got to give it Al McGregor. As Scotia says, he wasn't called on much, but when he was called on, he delivered. And um yeah, I, I, Alan McGregor for me is, is the man of the match. Yeah, Scotia, your man of the match? Yep, McGregor, but I would also say Craig Gordon was brilliant for Hearts again today. You know, two Scottish international goalkeepers, obviously McGregor doesn't play for Scotland, unfortunately, anymore, but they're both at the top of their games at that age, the age are, and it's, it's good to watch, man. So, yeah, both the goalkeepers were great today, but Alan McGregor is... Like my man in the match, I thought it was tremendous. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm tempted to give it to Aribo just for that goal because I'm going to continuously watch that. I don't know how many times I'll watch that goal today. I will watch it a lot. Uh, but I, I can't really... Kent as well, Kent was really good today. I thought when he, we were getting the ball to him, he, he was looking really keen to get forward and he looked very dangerous, but you can't not give it to McGregor. <clears throat> I think McGregor was tremendous today. Um, really, really... It, it kind of it kind of flatters hearts the fact that we're giving it to McGregor, but I think it's uh, we're all a wee bit a wee bit pie on our faces because we all spoke about McGregor and how he's come back to prove us wrong and he's made some crucial saves today uh, and he's managed to keep the zero and get us three points. So I am delighted with it. Ali, thank you very much for your time, mate. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I'll enjoy it. I'm slightly hungover today, so I'll, I'll watch um, Super Sunday on the couch. And uh, I'm looking forward to going to iBooks on Wednesday. As I say, three home games in the trot now, so looking forward to it. Can't wait. Uh, Scotia, thanks, mate. Yeah, cheers, man. Wednesday, home game against who are we playing? St. Johnson, isn't it? Yeah. So, mm. uh, looking forward to that. Yeah, see hopefully you another... Hopefully another zero. Uh, so yes, thank you to everybody for listening to us today. As I say, three points in Edinburgh and a clean sheet. You cannot ask for any more uh, and two pretty spectacular goals to go along with it. Uh, could not be happier. Um, there is still tickets available for our live show. We are going to be doing our first ever live show from the Viceroy Bar on Paisley Road West on the 14th of January. The link for that is below this podcast. It'll be £5 a ticket. Please come along and spend some time with us during the winter break. Be good to meet 
meet you all. And yeah, you can become a supporter of the channel, Club at 22 supporter. You can join the channel for just 99p. You'll be helping supporting this podcast. Uh, and that'll do us. Usual shameless plug, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We will be back on Tuesday night with our Club Deck Corner before the, looking ahead to the game against St. Johnston. So three points away. At hearts, you can't ask for any more than that. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday, everybody. We are Club at 22.